this our show and we talk about everything and we talk about like everything royal flex the brand's own introspective insight right now peace love and all that good stuff mm-hmm. i am king devdo and this is shannon shenanigans and it is your favorite co-host, Noel Moore. And this mm-hmm. is Reflex the Brand's introspective inside talk show, the Black Wall Street Podcast. Yes, sir. Shannon is still reporting live from. Yep, yep. I'm here till Mar- to the middle of March or something like that. Well, we'll see what my dermatologist says. But yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm going to be Skyping there for the next couple of weeks. Yeah, How's how, the weather? How's the weather? It was cold. It's not snowing. It's just really cold. Like it's brick outside. It was seven degrees the other day. It's probably what. And then yeah. <laughs> it was fourteen today, and I was mad. So I know you. Wait, huh? And this, it was fourteen today. Oh, well, I was just morning. about to ask. Has it been snowing there? I heard it been raining. We just got hit two days we got ago. Hit. I was like, wow. It's supposed to, it's supposed to be. Nah, this is what we doing. No more coming. Yeah, it's not. We should be good for at least. Well, a nah. Let, let's not let Deb start being a weatherman. <laughs> He's going to be up there with us every night. Let me tell y'all something. And we out from Black Wall Street. I mean, I mean, I mean, channel. What channel was it? Channel 10. Channel wham. 10. Wham. All right. So real quick before. The, I mean, we don't got no off topic, but let me let me get to the word of the show and quarter show. Yeah. So the word of the show is ahistorical without uh, concern of history or historical development indifferent to the tradition or to tradition. And then the quote of the show is the notion that all human history and all human spe- societies can be shoehorned into simple a simple binary scheme is not new, but it is always simplistic, ahistorical, and therefore wrong. Sheesh. Oh, oh, you use a lot, right? You use a lot of big I words. Right there, right. Because I ain't gonna expound on it. So, so just so you know, shoehorned is violence. Shoehorned is violence. Yeah. Oh, okay. I figured you would want to know what that meant. Yeah. That's for the ignorant folks out there, you know. <laughs> yeah. That's, no, you don't. You just don't it's, know that word. Funny. You're not ignorant. It's for them ones that don't know. Yeah, ignorant. Yeah, ignorant yeah, ignorance folks. not knowing. Yeah, them ignorant folks. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> don't do them like that. Niggas. Don't do them like We're here to teach. We're here to teach, <laughs> not Oops. shame. Did, did, oh. did you just uh, stumble <laughs> words? <laughs> did you just jumble some words? No? Oh, wait, wait, wait. Where is Martha Luther Cool? I mean... <laughs> yeah, like I, what you? I seen on Facebook some I love white women. Mm-hmm. He right with that. And got, um, Martin, and got Martin Luther King on the uh, on his. And got, it, that confused me because I actually listened to that and then I was, I mean I I uh, read it and I was like you yes. always forget it's him right? I said Yo. wait a second that's Martin Luther King. Wait a second. I'm bringing equality to the people. Oh my! That's that's the new, that's the new form. You need to change your profile picture. It's no, not. I do not. I need, yes, you if do. Anything, Especially with the content that you're to show that, that you're posting. I could be with a black woman and, and still love white women. Huh? What? All right, so. <laughs> oh, you took it there. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I'm just moving on. You took it there. You see, it took me a minute. I'm like. Wait a second. Hold on, hold on. Am I grasping? Did I grasp that correctly? Uh, yo, that, like, would, oh. that would be some shit. You're going to get a half, half full of semi-hair. I'm going to pass Semi here. Uh, okay, so uh, we don't really got no off topic, so. Oh, yes, tell us. But no, I, I, I got an idea. Huh? I, I got a small off topic. I want to tell okay. you, Come guys, on, I tell Come you on, about Dakota. my favorite artist that I just found out today. Elvis, okay. Elvis Crack. Elvis Presley, excuse me. Oh, oh. <laughs> you are so annoying. Uh. <laughs> Did you catch that, catch that team? Did you catch him? Cut that. Cut that, please. <laughs> Shannon Listen, apologized. Already... Shannon apologized for calling Elvis a crack. Any... I mean, um, 
He apologized because he understands that cracker is a is a is an offensive <laughs> term. Use cracker, it not is? thief, not thief. Huh? Oh. I can't really hear China. I said not thief. Huh? Not thief. Not thief. Oh, not thief. thief. Whoa, whoa, whoa! Slow I, down. I, I ain't know what. She, I ain't know what. You gotta turn her mic up. Like seriously, I can't really hear. But uh, but yeah, I'm fired. Yeah, you fired. <laughs> like, yeah. All right, I'm gonna now. I'm you want to be fired for that? You should have been fired. She says you should have been fired. <laughs> oh my goodness! If my um, op- if my Oprah comments ain't get me fired, I know this ain't. Yeah, that's true. She's yeah. the queen. That's the queen. That's the queen. <laughs> All right, so uh, just real quick, I got a docu series on the way that I'm gonna be starting to work. Oh on. yeah. Uh, I guess that can be the off topic, but I'm not gonna go deep into it because I understand and I know that it's dope. And it's it's literally just in the idea phase right now. I ain't branch off yet. I didn't start to create content or the, any of the pre-production, you know, whether it's um, what, what shots I want to get, um, what video content I want to get. But just know that I'm about to start working on a docu-series um, centered around, you know, poverty in the city as well as – um, Yeah, I seen that. Um, as well as, um, you know, how it's affecting our city school district. Uh, so just stay tuned, stay tuned for that. And it's going to be dope. It's probably going to be, I want to say six episodes, but depending on how the content development starts and how I start to produce what I want to catch, it might grow to 10 episodes or, um, lesson, but I doubt it a lesson because I have a specific, um, targeted, I I have specific opinions I want to get, uh, to kind of grasp how we're trying to, or not trying to. Um, you know, tackle poverty-stricken Rochester, Rochester City. Mm-hmm. I got into like a heated debate about when we had the conversation on if we had kids, would we send our kids to the city? Yeah. Um, I had a conversation and someone was offended that I said I I wouldn't. And I'm like, just to get the experience of being with people from their culture and right, blah blah blah. But I'm like, do you sacrifice your kids? Education, because when we talk about the city school district in particular, no. Well, what? that's a debate. Because the, po- the poverty, le- but I'm saying that's yeah, a, yeah, that yeah. goes into it. It's, it's a poor district. So then that yeah. goes into the level of education that you're going to receive. True. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Um, but yeah, just be on the lookout for that. Um, opinions like that is what I, I look to capture. Um mm-hmm in hopes to bring light to what's happening or what's not happening or how we kind of view uh, the district as a whole, because we are all, all three of us and, you know, some of the people listening are a product of the city. So uh, you can tell I sure am. <laughs> <laughs> uh, right. You can't tell I am. It's all right. Nah. Okay, we made it. You look, you, <laughs> but we you look it. like you went to Penfield. I'm, I'm, I'm one of those anomalies. You are. Yeah. I'm one of them you anomalies. Are. You seen this finger? That's how you know it's true. <laughs> yeah, you are. <laughs> well, I want people to know where where I come from because where we come from, we come in all layers and onions and shavings. Onions, like onions have layers. Oh yeah, yeah. I guess. So you can yeah. come from the city school district, and you come from the city, and you can be anything well off. Yeah, but it's it's a it's a lot. It's the um, I seen one of our old classmates. He had a conversation. He was white, um, and he had a conversation with his white friends about going to school in the city and eventually trying to tap into 
um, school districts outside of the city and what they had to deal with. And I thought that was interesting. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of what how I got being a black the, white kid or a black kid being a white kid going into a white district but coming from the city. Okay. So um, I thought that was interesting. Oh, so yeah. we'll get to see those perspectives and things of that nature, and how ultimately you know being in a poverty stricken um, district affect affects um, the community, our youth, and our future opportunities. Mm-hmm. Um, so stay be on the lookout for that. But without further ado, mm-hmm. I got a lot to say. Do show. you? I hope y'all got a lot to say too. Do we? We'll see. We'll see how juicy it gets. So, we'll see how juicy. Let me start off by saying we got a lot to learn from the white community. Because this past weekend, we've seen a white man get fired for saying a racial, um, racially fueled word mm-hmm. or, you know, with, with racial, racial undertone slur. or racial slur, whatever you want to call it. Now, mm-hmm. I will admit, when I heard, when I found out that it was a racial slur, my initial thought was, hmm, I didn't know that was a racial slur. Mm-hmm. Being a black man. Did you know that? What? Yes. Well, because Monk, you monkey, did? porch monkey, coon, well, yeah, raccoon. no, no, no. But but see, that's where here's that comes the thing. From? Here's the thing, real quick. Yeah, here's the thing. Only oh. reason why is because we've used it in a way to where it's like, all right, he not doing what we he's supposed to do in the community, so he a coon. Leave me alone. Exactly. I thought it was. I thought it was a, a intra, we, exactly. I thought it was an intra race racial slur. I wouldn't even. Because mm. to be called a coon like, as a black person, that's like the like. <gasps> What? <laughs> my, nah, that's real. a racial slur. Uh, in, but it's us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Interracial? No, hell, it's it's yeah. kind of like a white person calling China Jezebel. Like, it, it, nah, nah, that's racist. <laughs> <laughs> I yeah. Like I, you don't, I, you don't, you don't. All right, Jezebel, get out my face. <laughs> yeah, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't connect that. I don't know. I but. Further, but that, but that, I mean, we live in a different time. You know, just go different. with the racist slurs. As long as you fired, you cool. <laughs> yeah, as long as you right. fired. We, right. Solidarity, my brother. Go find another job. <laughs> Y'all ain't okay, right. So, at, at, okay, so initially I heard, the, I heard the, the recording of the recording. So I had to listen to it three or four times. I didn't read the comment. I just seen mm. that there was some uproar when it started to go viral. I listened to it three or four times. I'm like, yo, I don't hear anything. I hear him stumble over, like, stumble to say king, but I, I, had, I didn't hear anything. So then I went back to read the comment to see what, what it was. Well, it was a recording of the recording. I didn't um, see. So you had a lot of static and all that stuff. So and um, in the background, say, you heard what he said? You heard what he said? You know, all that <laughs> stuff, right? Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so when initially I was like, well, maybe he should, you know, I don't know what's going on, like, cause I didn't hear, I didn't hear anything. But when it said, he said, "Coon, Michael, I mean, Mark, Michael." See, I stumbled. I'm talking too fast. Right and there, I said, Michael. But I it said, wasn't racist. Yeah, it wasn't racist, right? <laughs> it wasn't racist. <laughs> so it didn't say. It said the um, caption said Martin Luther Coon King Jr. Yeah. And I was like, okay, so let me go back. And I was like, eh, I still don't really hear it. It sounded like he stumbled and said King King, as if he was talking. And he tried to say King. Mm-hmm. So then I'm like, okay, um, you know, I, I kind of, I didn't really put my two cents in and I was just like, well, you know, I, I can't really hear it. And then I seen right. the next day, obviously donkey of the day came out. He got donkey of the day and they had all the official audio for everything. Mm-hmm. My boy said Martin Luther Coon King, King Jr. It mm-hmm. flowed so smoothly. So I, admit, I immediately said, That's immediately how they said, oh, nah, that's, that flew off his tongue t- too, too eloquent like it that flew off the tongue <laughs> like it was his daughter name so or his son name whatever daughter he got or his wife name or his mom name so it's no way that one 
you you made a mistake and stumbled because if you stumbled, we shouldn't have even heard anything that you said because you're stumbling over words. You're talking too fast. Okay, well, well I was I, just talking I, too fast, okay. and I did not say anything, um, you know, racially fueled or a slur or anything like that. And to me, that's the thing. Like, if you did not, if you stumbled and said, like, Martin Luther Cool Jr., then say, I didn't say anything racist. Y'all heard it wrong. But he apologized. Yeah. He apologized. He knew what the fuck he said. And at that moment, when he knew what he said, he knew that he was going to get backlash. I don't think he thought he was going to get fired. But I, he knew he was gonna get backlash, and it took him three days to apologize because he said that nobody, nobody uh, noticed it. Come on, nobody now. ever, nobody in the Come control on now. room, nobody. So in, my my perception. You know I mean? That's how you know they was all crackers. This either, yeah. I just me because I make up stories in my head about mm-hmm. situations, mm-hmm. so I just felt like he had his list of things he had to talk about, and he like, mm-hmm. damn, y'all, look at this shit. I gotta go tell these motherfuckers. About Martin Luther King Jr., right? So he walking out with that, you know what I'm saying? Fresh Still on his, his hand, like I like that. So, <laughs> so he like, so they all like, ah, yeah, okay, right. yeah, they about to be hyped about that cone, right? <laughs> Which is why nobody caught it, right? That's why it wasn't caught. It was able to air, yeah, right. There's a 10 second delay for live TV, or some, it might not be as long as 10, but there's a, a certain amount of second delay for live TV. So mm-hmm. these things like that can be like, whatever. Right. So he mm-hmm. walked out there still in his head. So as he talking, he's like, oh, it's about to come out. I got to talk about this motherfucking cone. And after was like, Martin Luther you know King. He's like, oh, wait, no, wait, pull it back in, King. Because this is, these are the conversations that, are, these are the types of conversations that he he's in, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So nobody in the back thought anything of it because they thought mm-hmm. probably nobody's going to pay attention. Mm-hmm. For one. And for two, initially, it didn't catch them by surprise. So this, this is just the dialogue that they have. Yeah. My question goes into now what do we do next? Outside of the firing. Are we just firing people? Well, let's let's back up. Being... Let's back up real quick. <clears throat> what are we backing up to? Well, well, no, go ahead cuz you about to say something. I was going to say like I, I I like what uh Dr. Martin Luther King's daughter said like uh sensitivity sensitivity training. Like um put it like this. You may stumble on air all the time, but racist stumbles that shouldn't that shouldn't happen. That shows that there's a, a, a common ground at the at the WHEC. Like y'all be saying this type of shit. Racist slurs just don't be popping Absolutely. out your mouth. I don't never slip up and say cracker. I ain't never slip. I wanted to say cracker. Like I wanted to say that. So But you know, so, like how we say white people shit and you say white people shit around white people because those are that's that's something that we say and we say it. Freely, Conf- like confident. I ain't, I ain't, so, I ain't going to That's some white people shit. So when you around white people, you still gonna say that's some white people shit. And you gonna be like, well, and then, like, and then look at them like say something, <laughs> say something. <laughs> <laughs> nah, I, I think so. Let's let's, yes, let's talk true. about uh, MLK's daughter. Yeah, who is she? She's a beautiful what's her woman. What's, what's, what's her name? Hold on, wait, wait a second. What's her name? No, what's her name? What's her name? What's her name? Her no, point. I don't know what to know what her name is, but what is she doing? Don't that's, don't, that, don't, I think don't, that's, I don't, don't tell don't, don't tell know. me what her last name is. Tell me what her first name is. Martha. <laughs> okay. All that's right. Can name. I okay? So, so can I, I just, admit something though? What? So, Booker T. Washington's grandson. You gotta speak up. Booker T. Washington's grandson and his wife, who is I can't remember, but two descendants of. Um, highly respected black activist. Booker T. Who did Booker T. Watch? 
it'll, it'll come to me. They came to our school. They have a they have a foundation helping school districts, right? And they want to come and potentially help the Rochester City School District. I didn't know. I wouldn't have known that they were descendants of prominent black figures unless somebody told me. Okay. Same if I was introduced to Martin Luther King daughter. I mean, her last name is King, so that kind of gives it away. But I wouldn't because he's saying, "Who is she? Do we right. really know the children of any prominent? Well, unless you really deep into your." Black history and where these people, where, where, what happened to these people after they died? But who, who are who? We don't know any of them. Yeah, Booker yeah. T. Washington, um, Malcolm X, Martin Luther King. We don't know their children. We don't keep follow <laughs> of their children and what they're doing. I get that part. So what I'm saying is they're using her. Oh, Martin Luther King Jr.'s daughter said that he shouldn't have got fired. They're using her as a token. There oh, you go. white people. That's what I was. White doing. people. They're using her voice as a token, as if it. It's supposed to be the end all be all, like how you said on, mm. on Facebook. Yeah, that. Go ahead. I don't think her voice is the end all be all. I think her her opinion should matter. Absolutely, but so like, uh, of course, we're supposed to do rehabilitation and all that stuff. We mm -hmm. get that, but we cannot rehabilitate the people that don't want to be re rehabilitated. Now we're saying oh, now now okay, we're yeah. now we're jumping into okay. Well, we got to rehabilitate. <clears throat> we need see. I ain't say no racial slur, and I'm talking fast. <laughs> Um, we need to recrack a tape. <laughs> recrack a tape. Recrack a tape. <laughs> Yo, recrack a tape. Y'all, <laughs> that's a good one. That's a good one. We're not saying we need to rehabilitate the 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 um the men that's been in, imprisoned for uh, a dime bag. We're not going going ahead and saying, oh, well, we, we need do. To, we need to rehabilitate. No, I'm saying when when it's a white person, we he done, he done lost his job, lost his livelihood. Don't know how he's gonna pay his bills. Now we gotta rehabilitate them. Oh, he'll get a job. You see what I'm saying? He will get a job. He'll get a job. But when it's yeah. one of us, this is goes into we got something to learn from the white community. But when it comes to us, oh, we just gonna throw them away. We not gonna talk about rehabilitation. Or we know that they're doing wrong, R. Kelly, and we don't we don't push them to rehabilitate their problems. There's no rehabilitation for that. I, I know, but I'm just saying I can rehabilitate you for murder. Early on. <laughs> I can rehabilitate early you on for it is. Sex addiction with yeah. grown people. Once you go past that, but. I can oh, rehabilitate you. Get into the R word. Exactly. I can't rehabilitate you from the R word. Before if you are R worder. <laughs> I can't. Ain't no re. That's death. R word. <laughs> Period. 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 That's on Period. the shirt. Period. Yes. But um. Yeah. So that's my that's my problem. Like I understand that you know she's. His daughter and everything like that, and yeah. it's no disrespect. I'm just she saying, said Martin Luther King I'm daughter, just, who this? I'm just saying, we don't know her first name. <laughs> we don't know her first name, no. which is true. We know nobody know her first no, name. No, I'm gonna but be honest. We know Coretta Scott King first name though, cause she she legit. Come on, oh, and plus Coretta Scott, Look. Coretta Scott done been through some things. Now. Yeah, she has, she has. That's but a strong. I, not not to discredit, so, not to discredit what she's saying, because what she's saying is vital, is mm -hmm. is valid, but. When these people don't want to be rehabilitated, like you said, they don't probably had all these conversations right before shooting. That's why. It was but so what do? Fresh. But what does the room look like? Get rid of them all. The room looks. The entire room looks like them. And so mm -hmm. no True. one in that room, depending on if, if there's two things that can happen. Everybody in the room could have the same thought process, or there some everybody in the room may not have the same thought process. But if the majority does, then people are afraid to to speak up. Or you know what I'm saying? Or everybody fronting because they don't know. So if if I say to if we we're white, right, and you say something racial, but I, and and I have let's say I I work with black people or 
a uh, liberal or whatever, but I un- I try to understand to a certain degree and be an asset to the black plight, right? Right. And you say something racist, you say something racist, they say something racist, right? Now, now, do I in- engage or do I say, yo, I I'm really not fucking with what y'all what y'all talking about right now? Then to me that that, shows that could have like been an option as well. Racism right there, y'all need more diversity. Look at you standing all that stuff. <laughs> he he's sober right now. I that's like, look at, look at Mr. Really Williams. Tough. I'm staying off Dakota. Where, that's where you at? Mm-hmm. I like, look at you that. Could, you look could call that. in for the rest of your career. <laughs> I'm feeling this. But yeah, yeah, so it goes into that. And, um, also, it's like, my whole thing is he already, they already had three token black people mm-hmm. co-sign for this man. On CNN, Don Lemon, Don, Don Lemon, Don Lennon, whatever his name whatever. is. Whatever. You shouldn't have got fired. I think that blah blah blah. Who's the, Don um, Lennon? The L. He's on CNN. The 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 pretty pretty white boy. I mean what? black boy. Pretty. <laughs> See, I <laughs> I stumbled a little bit. Called him white. I don't I watch know. those. Um, <laughs> and the um Al Al some famous meteorologist or but something. But you you got to think. Have got you got to Al Sharpton. They have a little <laughs> coalition because that could happen to anybody. Any any meteorologist they could slip up like that. So they they just got his back. You know what they, else got me? They're you know protecting themselves. Hmm? So that video that um we was kind of going that I sent y'all, well of the CNN video, uh-huh. yeah. they made it clear that he's not reading off a teleprompter, right? Uh-huh. Yeah. So why are you talking fast? If the live, if it's live, and you are literally so they still have a certain amount of minutes before they well, get a I, I understand that, but they control. So it's, it's the green screen. So they're they see what's going on, and they're controlling what they say. So if you're not going fast, if you're not going through the teleprompter, you're kind of trying to read fast. Why are you talking fast? Well, when I go to the um, the museum, the science center, and I'm the meteorologist, it's a teleprompter there, so somebody might be lying. Well, no, he said it's live, so it's it's no teleprompter for live for that one. That's at what the they science said. museum. I be live. Yeah, at the science with museum, the teleprompter. <laughs> Here, standing at. Exactly. They <laughs> put the you right. in the snowstorm, and you be like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> but um, see, so wait, when you said, wait, where we, is Colin Kaepernick and his knee? <laughs> For real. Um, For real. You said habilitate the ones that want to be habilitated, right? Well, just so let me let me speak on that because that's actually where I was going before you went to the Frederick Douglass things. Um, <clears throat> so here's the thing with the difference between white people and black people. White people choose to be ignorant. That's why I keep on putting that. It's a choose. It's a chosen or chosen, as I've written up there, ignorance. Right? Mm-hmm. We have to, the reason why I didn't think twice about Coon being a racial slur because we have to. We have to. We've researched so many other racial slurs that didn't even. That's not even at the top of the list. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. For them to say, for him to say, for him to say, well, I didn't. I. I. Nobody corrected me, so I didn't think that it was that big. Come on, bro. I. I. In two seconds, I put Martin Luther Coon Jr. And I got people from I got two shut up. <laughs> I got the the video from nineteen sixty five where he was saying that people was invading the borders and Martin Luther Coon, I mean King Jr. Da 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 da. I had one during that time when they was debating the whether the Confederate flag should be flown in on like the state grounds and in the courtroom. I had one person say Martin Luther Coon and keep on going as he was explaining how why he thought the Confederate flag should stay that did it didn't represent slavery and it should stay flo- flown on state grounds in 
in the um, courtroom. Like, you can go and you can research. This is normal vernacular for the white community. So when you come and you you say it and it rolls so blissfully off your tongue, this is something that is normal to your community. I don't, I don't, so they I don't, don't think educate themselves denying that. I'm, but I'm, what I'm saying is when we're talking about rehabilitation and everything like that, we have to re- rehabilitate ourselves all the time. It goes back to a historical. It's like they don't have concern for history because it don't concern them. They have always been pushed forward and trajected forward based off of the systemic racism and the, the system that has been put in place to put them on top and put us on the bottom. So they have no reason to research what is racist or what is considered racial slurs or things of that nature because it's embedded in them. So, so okay. So, from my, my perspective is, it's not even necessarily the fact that they don't know what a racial slur is or they don't know that they're being racist. Obviously, this man had that conversation 30 seconds before going off air. There, on, on air, there's nobody that convinced me that didn't happen. Right. He said that before he walked out there, which is why it came out, right? <clears throat> so, my thing is, it's, it's not necessarily that they don't know what, ra- what racism is or trying to teach them what racism is, they but my thing, my thing is, like we, like I said before, I don't want to have conversations with people that don't care to expand their their horizons and get over their prejudice and their racism, right? But automatically going into a com- a, a conversation with a white person about race, they're going to be defensive, super defensive, period. Crazy. Because the worst thing to be as a white person is a racist, period, right? So yeah. my thing is, how do we get over the fact that every white person is going to come off as I don't care to learn because the automatic is is a defense. First of all, we done been through a lot of shit. So I think that no, we, we we're we're strong enough to say, I can I can I can get through your defensiveness so you can understand my point. I don't necessarily want white people to say I'm not racist. I want a white person to say, I am racist and I want you to help me get through this. I am racist and I want to understand you know, A, where my racism comes from, recognize where my racism comes from and recognize why and how it is wrong and how I benefit from the system. It's like an AA group, but it's a racism group. But we, but they're going to be defensive. So I feel like saying I don't want to talk to somebody who um, doesn't want to recognize their racism. Then you won't have a conversation about racism, period, because that's gonna come with. So go ahead, Shannon, because you've been, you've been. Um, <clears throat> well, to to your point, Dev, um, I would say that we're not in their environments a lot of the time. So it'll be funny if you're with twenty white folks and then y'all. You make a nigga joke or a Mexican joke to you. To them, it's all ha 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 ha. But if yeah. if, if you went to school with a white person, they don't find that shit funny because none of y'all find that shit funny. So you ain't gonna get those same ha 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 ha's. Right. Um. So when you get those people, plus we're not in the same work environment. They got the higher executive jobs as they they promote to themselves because we have to get we have to we. You know, I, I forgot I forgot her name, but she's the, the the executive, and she's one of the first black executive producers. I forgot her name, but that gets promoted. You know how many white executive promoted? We don't even know them names. So that being said, um, their environment, they're used to that. They laugh at that, and then when they get into the black environment, they're uncomfortable, and that's why they get to your point defensive because not only are, are they out their comfort zone, they don't know how to talk to you they think that they look at you as an angry black person and they don't want to mm-hmm. piss you off so of course you're going to get defensive when you don't want to piss somebody off mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so that goes back to we as black people we have to continuously educate ourselves why yeah. because that is what's going to keep us safe that is what's going to keep us from getting shot that's what's going to keep us f- um from 
saying the wrong thing to a white person that'll get us locked up, locked or up. or beaten, or whatever the case may be. White people don't have that 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 continuous stress of well, if I say this, this will happen to me. That's why I'm like, well, yeah, fire him because we Colin Kaepernick took a knee in 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 um in respect to it in defense of you know, killings from police brutality and he lost his whole livelihood and then created a whole another one based off of why he took a knee. Like that is, we're not talking about that. We're not take the, when we talk about Colin Kaepernick, we're talking about, Oh, well he was disrespecting the flag. Come on. This dude, this dude was doing his job and he unintentionally, cause I, I, I wholeheartedly believe that it was an unintentional slip up. But he unintentionally showed his true colors. And then to go further, when you get on <coughs> CNN and you're not answering questions and you're dancing around a question to somebody that obviously supports you, you're now, got defensive. You're now got showing defensive. your true colors again. And then you have the nerve to quote Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. Come on, bro. Now you really you now you really push no, because now, now you're showing yourself as one, I'm fake. This is not coming from an authentic place, and I'm doing this just so I can win back the black people that think that I'm a racist or any future employers that think that I might be racist that's ran by black people, whatever the case. Come on now. Because that, that, I felt like, I felt like that, that, that was a, yeah, I think that was a, a stab to every black person's heart when he quoted Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. and said, well, don't judge me by social media. Judge me by my character. Don't nobody know you. You're a weatherman. You're not a you're not a meteorologist. You're I mean you're a meteorologist, but ain't nobody about to put that nice sciency title on you. You a weatherman, mm-hmm. a chief he, weatherman, and you knew- you predict the weather wrong. Don't nobody listen to you. Don't nobody know who you are. You're you're you are you are you, are, you are replaceable, and you don't have the right. I don't know. And this is another thing. White people they come together when something when one of theirs is wrong, and they think that they're wrong, then they don't understand why they're wrong. They come together to try to get him work. I thought it was interesting that they literally thought they had the power to demand the uh, the mayor have a sit down with him. Now he's a mm. weatherman. Wait, what? They went. They protest um, the day after the the um, they protest like yesterday or the day before that at City Hall to get him to get Mayor uh, Lovely Warren to sit down with Jeremy Cup 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 uh, whatever his name is to um to um, basically have him give an explanation as to what happened or get a better understanding who is he he's a weatherman for channel 10 news so why we're gonna w- pull her out to talk about that but y'all won't pull her out to talk about what rpd is out here doing when exactly. they um so pulling people over that's another thing like that that's, that's another thing that kind of like that rubbed me the wrong way because now again that's why i said we got a lot to learn from the white community because they pulled together and they called it a light process we're gonna do a light process at city hall tomorrow mm-hmm. Black people so pulled together for our kelly clearly so, so, but black what, people don't have a hard time coming together for no bullshit. Basically, what I'm saying is, is they thought they brought this normal person to because of his mishap that they don't understand and demanded that the mayor um uh, uh meet with him. And then another thing that I was getting was, you don't think that she overstepped? No, she ain't overstepped. She's human and she's black and she's a woman. That's just because she has a title of mayor, a political office as mayor. Don't mean that she can't speak on something that hurt her and her community as a collective. Like let, let's not hide behind the so I, title. I was saying things about that. What exactly did Lovely do? Did she like? Well, because she's the mayor, they she has a a, a, cer- a certain amount of you know pull or power or whatever the case. 
And I, go I think they looked at her as a black woman first, so she gonna get be pissed well, and show her true colors. That's well, why but we need at the same her time, with a racist. Yeah, but at, at the same time, it's like how Donald Trump shut down the um the uh is he basically keeping the government shut down? But one of his buildings has a government office in there, and he one of his buildings, I think buildings or hotels, one of them have has a government office in there. And he's basically since there there's people in there that want to go up to the the tower to see the view. He's using that to keep that open, that government facility open, so his really? business doesn't lose. Wait, That's what? a conflict of interest. He's using his power, his position, to influence something. So they're that saying he shouldn't. she used her power to get him fired. Is that yes, they're the saying point? that she used her her status as mayor to get him fired. Okay, and oh. she's, they're saying that she overstepped with her power as mayor. No, she did not. not she's a black woman who. Who said? Who seen something that if she wasn't mayor, she would have said the same exact thing. Mm-hmm. But since she is mayor, we should have more people like her st- st- um, coming to the forefront to say it. That's just like saying um, Michael Martin, Martin Luther King Jr. See, I said Michael. I didn't say something, no racial slur. But <laughs> no Martin Luther racial King, slur. Shut <laughs> up. Martin Luther King Jr. or Malcolm X or Marcus Garvey or um, anybody like that overstepped by saying, or the Black Panther Party overstepped by standing up for black people. Mm-hmm. But, no, they didn't. They're but, they're normal people standing up for our people. Y'all standing up for y'all people all the time. Y'all been down. standing up for they y'all hold people. It down for y'all they... hold it down for your people. I so, mean, they people the president. I mean, she just they've mayor. been forty. They we had one president. Well, two presidents out of all of them. What two? Please don't say Clinton. No, the first president. The very of first United president States was black. Oh yes, the one that's on the on the bill. What's his name? He said. And it. another thing, I don't know. And another thing. Before we kind of you start don't to know I don't know either I was about to talk shit but <laughs> I think <laughs> I think I think just as a as a the collective Black Caucus of America which includes all Black people in America yo we should make that we have though. that's not real legit <laughs> we, no, no if we don't have no rappers or actors it ain't gonna pop <laughs> <laughs> we right, can we can right, recruit right, them right. recruitment man recruitment can we have Kanye or no yo that is a question nah. who are our Black leaders. Don't um, say Colin Kaepernick because we didn't hear that nigga speaking. Mayor years. Lovely Warren. That's one of them. <laughs> clearly. Um, <laughs> I think that being that we that at, at this point in <laughs> at this point in American <sighs> history, because we make history every day. Yeah. Um, we have more access to white people. Mm-hmm. We have been we have pushed ourselves into spaces that they used to dominate right yeah so i think that's why it is it's it's extremely important that we have these conversations and we figure out how to have these conversations how to facilitate these conversations because up until now at what point did we have this amount of access or even accountability when you talk about technology we have the accountability as we seen with the weatherman to get you shut down now, if this would have happened in the 50s, there, you know, either you caught it on the news or you didn't. You know what I'm saying? But now the news runs 24 hours a day, seven days a week. There, We take the Internet with us everywhere we go. So just how we had generations before us do sit-ins because that was the amount of access they had. They can go to public spaces that are white on, that are white only spaces and dominate those spaces and deal with whatever they had to deal with. We now have an obligation to and, – and that changed people, people's minds as well. You know, with, with – when you have people who have benefited from a society, and let's say you may not necessarily be racist, we can take it back to segregation, you may not be racist and you may not be participating in 
um, racial slurs. But if you're a white person and it's the 40s and you're going to go to the white bathroom because it says white, right? Yeah. But you benefit from that, but you might ne- not necessarily agree with that. So then you walk down the street and you see a city and you see how people are being treated. You see that dogs are biting them. You see that um, the fire hose, you know, they're being they're being um, hit with water from fire hoses from a fucking fire truck. You know, that could change your perspective. And now these people become assets to Martin Luther King or or Rosa Parks. You know what I'm saying? So us us having this amount of access and this amount of influence at two, in 2019, we should be able to and try to figure out a way to have these conversations to shift people's mindset because we have more access than we ever, we've ever had before. You know, another thing that we got to stop doing as a community, as a collective, telling white people that they can't help us and that they should just, that they should just, um, like we could just do it on our, like like, that's so dumb. We could create a whole new society right now. They should just support (laughs) us in, in our efforts to do it. Like when people, when white people are putting a conscious, authentic effort to do everything in their power to help, to assist us in mm-hmm. moving forward, mm-hmm. we should embrace that and not mm-hmm. tell them, well, you're never going to understand, you know, our youths uh, or our pain. You're never going to understand what we go through because you didn't live it. You come from a privileged background, so you should just stand in the background and help us. I hate I hate that mindset because they are an asset. Like if if um, Bernie Sanders, he he sat with, you know, he was on the I marches you, and Bernie. things of that nature. Things of that nature. If Martin Luther King and all those black people said, you're not going to ever understand what we go through right now. Bye. That's mm-hmm. sending a, op, a, 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 a put, um, opposing or opposite message as to us trying to integrate in a way to where we're tackling a common problem that affects both the, the white people that want to engage with us and want to understand what we're doing and wants to help us Just want to as we go the forward. human race. Right. Like, let's move past this shit. Like, as let's move past this. Color. Like, how long? How long are we going to do it? Right. Because like, how long are we going to do this shit? At the end of the day, I understand that um, we have the teachings of, um, you know, Malcolm X and um, Garvey to, to where we're saying, um, you know, we never want the enemy to teach our kids. But the reality is the enemy is the only people that's going to teach our kids because we don't have enough of us to reflect Mm -hmm. that we can teach our kids for ourselves because we don't see ourselves as teachers. We see ourselves as athletes and as entertainers. We don't see ourselves as politicians or things of that nature, which is why it's more crucial for the Maxine Waters and for the lovely Warrens and um, the Barack Obamas and the Michelle Obamas, the people that's in those high positions to be effective with their influence. So then you have educators like myself or um, Noel or um, Shannon when he's, you know, with the ignorance. When he's Mr. Williams. Yeah, Mr. Williams when he's with the ignorance. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Or beyond, just the other black educators that we're in these these, um, other positions to where we can actually put on to our youth more than what a white educator can do. Mm -hmm. That is what's more effective. So Mm -hmm. then they start to see, oh, I can be this. So then maybe I'm I'm influencing right now some of my youth to want to be a teacher when they get older. Mm-hmm. They don't know that I'm a Christ interventionist, that I don't work in the right, school. Right, they just right, see right, me right. in the school. Right. So if I can empower... In a position. Right, in a, and I'm a black man working in the city school district. So if I can empower them mm-hmm. from me showing them that it's possible for them to be this, mm-hmm. then that's how we try, start to change that narrative. But right now, we need to work you with the white people. What you got. And we need to work with the white people that's actually taking their time to come to work every day. Now, yeah. it might not be beautiful all the time, and they might 
be. It's not going to be. It's revolutionary. But we have to continue to push. Not we have to continue to push them to be uncomfortable and understand that they are in a in a in an environment to where they might not understand all the time. But building relationships and character is crucial. And let's not have black people think that we got an. We came from coming on boats from our homeland to where we are right now without the ass- assessment of white people. I don't, yeah, that's I, fact. I, I don't, I don't yeah. know where y'all coming from with Go that. Go ahead. Uh, I was just going to say, uh, it's not about the, the you being a black teacher. It's you loving the black students. That makes a difference. Ooh. It's, it, loving the black students, and some of it is just being there. Some, yeah. is it, some of it, you can have a student that, would never, that you never have any contact with, right? Mm-hmm. 20 years online, that kid can be like, you remember that lady that was, you know what I'm saying? She used to work on the first floor. I I, I became a teacher because, I, you know, she she always was kind to me. Or she always said good morning. It, it, you don't always have Those to be indirect. intensely yeah. in their lives yeah. or intensely involved in their upbringing. Those you just have to be there. Sometimes yeah. it's just being there because we're not even there. Yeah. So true. Because uh, growing up, I went to Dag, uh, number six school, Dag Hummer Joe, right on uh, right on Hudson. And I had a teacher named Dr. Larkins, no, a principal named Dr. Larkins. Now, I never in my life called the principal doctor, but his yeah. name was Dr. Larkins. And every yeah. morning he would just come out and just wave to the kids. Like we didn't, we didn't have a personal relationship, but I saw a black man actually care for his students. Yeah. And, and, you know, everybody wants to be an entertainer, but that's, that's because I hear every, everybody else around me saying, you know, envying uh, entertainers. But I wish I heard one student just say, I want to be like Dr. Larkins. Mm-hmm. That would be beautiful. Mm-hmm. Especially yeah. like like at, at your school then, you know how many kids, because I've I seen it, like those uh, those little boys uh, that I, that, the what, twins. What's, I forgot, the, the twins. The twins. The, Don't say their name. The tw- you can't say okay. their name. <laughs> cool, cool, cool. I oh, forgot shoot. it anyway. Keep on going, um, keep on going. Oh, okay. Um, but yeah, just seeing, seeing the way they look up to you and, and then look up to us and we're not we're not entertainers we're we're uh and influencers we're mm-hmm. we're educators we're, we're, we were just tangible. one stage talking hmm? we're tangible exactly. watching somebody on this the is... idiot box is different that's fantasy regardless of just you know you it might be an entertainer you see you know they're live but regardless of the fact it's an experience just like when you watch a movie mm-hmm. so when you and have that's, someone... and that's why i posted hip-hop is not our culture because we're not influencing it we we are getting influenced by it. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So, Where you been? I, I haven't think, been. I, I haven't think, been on social media, but I whatever think, is going on in North Dakota, I might have to come to North Dakota. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I might. Have, I can listen. I'm gonna Mr. be the next Mr. Oprah. Mr. I come to North Dakota. I just need to be there 24 hours. Clearly, what's going on in North <laughs> Dakota? Mr. Williams back. Right. Was that sister in the back <laughs> cleaning yeah, dishes? That was my sister in, my, in the back. Shout out. Oh, see, because, see what happens sister. when you have a black woman behind you. Oh. You see what happens when you have a see, black woman black behind you? Magic. Magic. But um, nah. See, I I I would challenge that on another show. But yeah. we, I, I would say this: we created mm-hmm. hip hop culture, like the the pillars of it, and then and the, then I know what you're talking about. It seemed like it's about to be a discussion. No, 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 no. no. I, I would just say I, I said on another show because we got to go into the other other half. But um, yeah. we we created the pillars based off of our struggle, mm-hmm. and it was transformed to something different by the industry as it caught fire and so, it became profitable so, because we didn't own so you it know my point to that i could i could build a little hut but then yeah. white people just came and made this hut into a mansion that's no longer my hut that's their mansion but um Ooh, but to, okay. All right. to china's to i'm china's coming point, to north dakota <laughs> 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 yeah, but, just, to china, yeah. 
but to China's point about the, the phone and how we always have the internet, I'm hearing like uh, going to the R. Kelly thing. Um, I hear like he's been doing this. Why is he, why is this not just now getting uh, the publicity? It's because we're constantly on social media mm-hmm. to talk about it. Mm-hmm. It's not that it's not that we we were blind to it before and just let it pass. It's just now. Well, I'm 25, and if he's been doing this for 20 to 30 years, yes, I, I wasn't. I didn't know. No, I who? How do I know he raping people? I'm six. So for us, we're not the ones that need to be held accountable for the fact that he's still out here thriving. Yeah, that's, that's a fact. That's, that's um, our parents, that's our aunt's generation, even our grand, you know, the in, like our the younger grandma's generation, yeah. they are responsible for keeping this man in his job. So position. did did you watch? Did you watch Surviving R. Kelly? Like the first episode? I, I watched. I watched the YouTube clip. So they got about seven minutes of it, but I couldn't watch the whole episode. I couldn't do it. Yeah. Did you? Oh, you didn't watch it. Okay. I yeah. watched some. So I watched maybe ten minutes. <laughs> I probably watched ten minutes of both here and there. Like of the just, first episode, or. So first, second, and third, but I literally, I don't. Yo, yeah. I okay. It's so not too. I don't have. To, I have. I wrote things down. I was watching some of it last night um, mm-hmm. when I got home, and I lit. Once it got to the part where they started talking about Aaliyah and how she she met her. Okay, see, she, I didn't see anything about Aaliyah. He met her when she was twelve. Oh my. God. So when he so they got he got abused when he was younger. Blah blah blah. Cycle. He he won a he won a um a a singing competition and that's how he blew up. Like he won, they won like ten thousand dollars and they got blown. He blew up. Mm. Um, the industry started calling. Blah blah blah. So then after that, he was young at this. He was he was young. He was this was before um what was his first album called? R R Kelly's dyslexic. He dropped out in the ninth tenth grade because they made fun of him for it. And then he that's when he won the the uh. That that contest. So he's that, a teenager at this point. Yeah. Okay. He's he, yeah. Um, but he ain't catch like he ain't released his first album until like he was in his twenties, like yeah, okay. in his twenties. But um, basically, it it went from there. He was already kind of sexual in high school. And no, then, it, yo, they there was a uh, not to interrupt you. I apologize. Yeah. Um, their their um their older brother, no, the younger brother, Casey Casey mm-hmm. Kelly said. That their older sister used to uh, molest both of them, and R. Kelly liked it, so that that's where it came from. Yeah. And he and his brother hated it, and uh, yeah, that's why the, that's why R. Kelly has a strong relationship with his sister because she was the first one to introduce him to she, yeah. well, she's his sister. Sex. If somebody introduced age, her to early. sex, believe and, that early, and he was you know, like, so, so it just keeps so him narrating, so him narrating based off of the interviews from back in the day when he went to court and all that stuff. Um, mm-hmm. He was talking like, well, no, no kid should should you know go through that at an early age because you become, uh, um, what what hypersexual? Say? Not hypersexual. You you become like like a product of it. Not really a product. It's more so like you become ah. Why is the word not coming to my brain? Uh, just 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 like you want to. Explore. Well, he dyslexic, wanna, so he probably wasn't saying these you, words. You want to explore more. <laughs> there you go. You want to explore. So you want to go out and explore, explore. Blah blah blah. Dyslexic is when you say <laughs> stuff backwards. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, but um, <laughs> so basically he was saying that, and then obviously, so once he got on, once the director deal started calling, he started hanging at the high school pulling singers. So and then they went into the Pie Piper. That's why they call him the Pie Piper. Well, he called himself the Pie Piper because the Pie Piper um, lured kids away yeah, yeah, with their yeah. music, right? So he already actually this was after he released his album because yeah. they that's when they knew like yo this dude is crazy like he's nice with the vocals and everything so they would go. Because they they said that they wanted to be famous. 
So he they was his backup singers. They go on the road with him, blah, blah, blah. I'm kind of pushing through the story. But basically what happened is the um they would when they was in the studio, she said the, the one of the girls said that they would um they would see R. Kelly in the in the in the in the studio with one of the girls that was fourteen bent over. And he's in the studio. Oh. Everybody's in the studio. Um so that's one and then um, this is when I was like, all right, all right, I can't, I can't do this no more. Um, I just the, don't understand. The, um, she, he said that, she said that on the tour bus, you know, they got the bunks and everything. Um, once Aaliyah, they, Aaliyah came, they met him at, she met at 12 and like all the backup singers. So Aaliyah and all the rest of the singers, um, they were all like close friends. So they would go out together and go to each other's houses and things of that nature. Now, mind you, they already got what they should have had like three years at least on Aaliyah. If she if he met her at twelve and they was fourteen and they met they met R. Kelly before um they met Aaliyah. Mm-hmm. So they had to have at least two to three years on him. Um but basically they was like they was at the on the tour bus and I guess it went over a bump or something and the door came over and he was having sex with Aaliyah. This was after they they She's twelve? No, this was when she was, no, oh. she was she was like fourteen or fifteen. This was after or around the time where All right, they got can the, we not do the details? The legal, He's absolutely the the illegal um marriage yes um ac- actually um Aaliyah's uncle managed R Kelly and he he wanted he wanted Aaliyah to be a star so he he started giving um letting him take singing lessons so now he knew that R Kelly liked Aaliyah so that's when they he helped him forge the uh forge the marriage Aaliyah uncle so insta- yes and so then, instead oh. My wait, wait so so instead instead of saying that he's having sex with an underage girl, he could say he's having sex with his wife. Yeah, and his wife. Was Kelly, I'm so happy I ain't watch all that. And his and um his uncles knows that R. Kelly is dyslexic. So guess who owns R. Kelly's publishing? Aaliyah's family. So they sold Aaliyah to R. Kelly for his money. So and and then so. It, I got, and, and and basically he was like, well, I didn't know on on the thing. Well, I didn't know that they was doing it. I asked him. I asked him, and he said, no, nah, no, nah, I would never do Aaliyah that. Aaliyah, mom, said you asked him. Yo, like, but you didn't ask the child. Well, of course she would say no. Like they went on to one of the the biggest shows, um, at that time, and they was asking like, they they was asking like, um, well, are you guys dating? Like, are y'all um, oh, girlfriend yep, yep, boyfriend? Yep. And they was like, and they, they, was like, they, they would friends. dance around. Yeah, they would dance around. Like she looked. They yeah. now mind you, they come in full. They they whole outfit is the same like on some high yeah, school. Yeah, they matching. We we wearing the same thing on Valentine's Day type thing, and yet they're saying nah, we we not dating type. And thing. she wouldn't say her age. She would not. She say would her never age. say her age. Which she is trained now. Now she's trained to know what to say, when not to say all that. But stuff. people sell their kids all the time. So here's people the thing. sell their kids to just their boyfriends. They can have a man around. Like so. Here's here's my thing. Yeah. Now this is a question that I've always asked. So this has nothing to do with the R Kelly. None of that stuff. I've always asked girls, because I always wondered this growing up, why do mm-hmm. they like older boys? This is... I, so, one of the things was, uh, were they more mature? I've always gotten that one. Were they more mature? And I feel okay. like this situation is... It kind of it brought that question back. Because, I mean, I know this one is unique because R. Kelly had a sense of power that can traject these girls into stardom and that's what they was looking for so yeah. it's easier for them to submit themselves to this older guy 
Well, really, any anybody in this well, industry. Same with um, Roxanne, Roxanne, with with that hold situation. On, hold on. There's two different levels to what you're saying. Like older, mature could be like 16 to 21 year old boy. Yeah, yeah, when yeah. You I, talk about I know a that. grown ass 28, I, 29, 30 year old man talking to a, a 15, 16 year old. That's a different. It's a different well, level to mature. Well, yes, but it can be the same difference as well. No, no, no. A mm thirty-year-old -hmm. got his own house. The twenty-one-year-old, he may have an apartment and a car, but he still, he still is around your, your, uh, your, your mindset. Perception. 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 You know what I'm saying? Like it's perception. A thirty-year-old know what the fuck he's doing. A twenty-one-year-old could still be, you know, a little immature. Or he can present he knows what he's doing. Facts. Fourteen That's true. and thirty. Yeah, yeah. Nah, nah. He knows what he's doing. <laughs> but, but yeah, that just brought back the question. So maybe. Just, that's some introspection to go into, you know, when we're talking about raising our girls. Um, mm -hmm. That's a common thing because girls mature faster than boys. Yeah, but and even I, girls with girls liking older guys, you have a limit. You could. Like, you, you always have a limit. Like, how, how like, my my limit is from this age to this age. I, this Thank is the you. max. I have a max. You. And you also have a max yeah, yeah, for yeah. young. Like, I mean, I'm 25, but, I mean, the fuck, I'm as big as the kids at the school. And then when I worked in a high, and I'm working in elementary school. So when I worked in high school, it was really like, if I, and look, I mean, honestly, I could take advantage of a child, a boy. If I, ain't no boy going to say no to me. Let's be a hundred. You know what I'm saying? I'm not dating a 16 year old boy. I'm not dating a 17 year old boy. I'm not dating an 18, but I'm just saying, but yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not, there's nothing attractive to me about anybody 25 and under. <laughs> yeah. There's nothing attractive. There's nothing attractive yeah. to I, me about that. Well, it's because you got different goals than uh, than a pedophile. When you're younger, you just want to have sex, but when you're older, you kind of want stability. No, yeah. but even if even if I do just want to have sex, I don't. Jeez. <laughs> See that? Look at that manifestation. <laughs> I don't want to. I don't want to have sex with a twenty-one year old. I don't want to have sex with an eighteen. And an eighteen-year-old boy is legal. I don't want to have sex with eighteen. But he don't know what he's doing. He don't got nothing going on. It's he don't even wash his just, balls properly. That's the point right there. You looking yeah, at him, you looking at him and like he a baby. What he gonna do for me? But when you see a twenty five year old, it's like, okay, you may know some, you may got your shit together. You yeah, know, but a fourteen year old boy exactly they disgust me just for the fact that they funky and I know fourteen year old boys like what how you find that attractive? Well that's that, the, I guess that's, that's just so the true. double standard. We look at we look at the same thing with girls. What can yeah. you really do for me at fourteen, fifteen, six? You that's what what? Mm -hmm. Besides chap mm -hmm. chapping my ear off, it's not. Me. But she, she can't do. She can't do much for you. For snacks. <laughs> 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 and wear your hoodies and take your hoodies home and post pictures on Snapchat. My boyfriend. But but the they don't have much to offer you. But you offer them depending on they back the depending on where they came from stability power guidance and let's not act like the daddy thing isn't a thing. Yeah. So let's. Yeah. 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 Well and. In that situation, parent thing wasn't a thing because they were benefiting from they it. They parents need to burn. Our Kelly got to burn. I feel the like, managers got to burn. Aaliyah family got to burn. People yeah, gotta I, burn. I feel I like agree. I feel like everybody in that camp, besides the the girls that actually um was starting to report it, but everybody in that camp who knew that he was messing with these girls, besides the doctor, the uh the old lady that was um his music teacher, she was the only person that said. I told him to stop messing with them girls. Like he's the she's the one that she said she caught it and she told them they they don't got nothing to do. They can't give you nothing. Stop messing with them. Mm -hmm. She's the only person that that said that, that she told it was basically well, the music teacher that that made him who he is. 
So this was he, she was in high he was in high school and he was she was yeah, telling him don't mess with them she young was, girls. She was fire. Like she did work with like the best singers in the industry. Let's talk about Sparkle trying to sell her niece to become famous. Because if you ask me, that's what that was about. And then they got exposed in the video. And everybody knew that was her niece, so it's nothing she could do but react. Because we might not have known it was her niece, but the people in the music industry and the people that know Sparkle and the people that know R, uh, R. Kelly knew that that was her niece. Ain't no way if I have to watch my back around the nigga. And this is somebody I have to be around for whatever reason. I'm not exposing any other woman, child, anyone to this to this person. Actually, what um, JoJo had came out and said, you know the the white girl, the white girl singer JoJo. Mm -hmm. She said that um, she wanted to meet R. Kelly, and this was around when she was 12. But her mom was always there. Up until the time she was 18, which, you know, illegal then. Yeah. But um, but her mom was always there. To me, it's like, all right, where, if, if JoJo could do it and she said she don't know what, where her life would have, uh, where her life would have went if her mom wasn't with her all the time. It's like, well, why, why, why your mom cares so much? Where, where are these other girls' moms at? And that goes to show that R. Kelly had a, had a select type of girl. Right. Go go out there and go go to McDonald's and ask a girl where they where they parents say, Oh, they don't know they at work. Well go and bring them down to Yeah, the bring studio. them down I, to the studio. I, or a straight up really girls selling it, people selling their kids for money. Yo, yeah, it happens true. all the time. But it's that's easier true. if your parents don't know where you are. Don't know where you or are. Or your parents allows you to go to places for long periods of time, then it's easier to find then that parent is more mm -hmm. likely to, to sell their child. Yeah, super than a trustworthy or a here. fan, a mm -hmm. fan child. You know what I'm saying? She, they're diehard fan, and you saying that their kid is amazing. My and mom stuff. and my dad wanted Facts. me to go to the Boy Scouts because they thought I was gonna get raped. So you know, see what I'm saying? I couldn't say night at my friends' houses. That, my friends. that too, that see? too. They had to so, talk to the parents a, a few times, okay. maybe four or five times before I could even ask them to stay the night. I but know picture it's, it's, that. Like, uh, no, go ahead. It might be sad and stereotypical and. Not oh, I'm in our rapist, but I didn't stay the night at people's house who had dads. Hey, as no, fucked no, up as that might be, that, that's that's um, I was that night you had a father in the house. In that's, my eyes, and that's, that's fair. taking your safety into mm -hmm. account, and that's super fair, like mm -hmm. real fair. So all my single mom friends, I said night at their house. Now I just said the people ain't saying night at my house. I got dad. I feel you, sis. We I, I ain't saying that George ain't got say at mine. Yeah, cause that's it's it's I don't know that's it's weird, but um let's not. Let's not, you know, be um, ignorant or act like we're ignorant to the fact that this hasn't been a, a trend within the industry. I understand that is 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 you know real um, relevant and prevalent right now, mm -hmm. but this has been a tradition that's been in the industry for a long period of time, um, in the white community and the black community, Hispanic, whatever the Hollywood, case. Hollywood, not had, just music. Yeah, Hollywood, Hollywood modeling, just entertainment. Acting. They as want all. you to be young. I mean, they still chicken. they still do it to this day with mm -hmm. grown men. I mean, we had the conversation uh -huh. on the, on the show, um, you know, shows ago about you know in the in in the industry or whatever you can you get your your highest stars if you have sex with the highest exec executives. Like that's just what it is. Men, women, that is kind of true. Stuff. And that or well, at least for, on the men's side, and then the women's side, they're still preyed upon. Mm -hmm. Harvey mm -hmm. Weinstein, things of that nature. Like this is something that is a trend to get where you want to get, or this is a trend to prey on people who how, wants to get somewhere. How old was um Kamora Lee when Russell Mary got with her? Wasn't she was like sixteen? They know. said seventeen when I when I read it, but yeah, same thing. Well, seventeen same in thing. what state? 
Would you want somebody to go dating? Would you want somebody dating your seventeen year old daughter? I'm just saying. If Wait, it's, no. Why if you it's if it's Fuck the state. I don't give a fuck if they said anybody can date whoever. Plus, fuck, fuck limitations. Ain't no pedophile. Plausible exists. deniability. It's, would you let your seventeen year old daughter? No. Would you be comfortable with that? No. All right then. I, I'm just saying. You know, but it's plausible deniability if you can say, well, in this state at seventeen, they're legal. You know, that has nothing to do with the fact that we talking about somebody still a predator if they want to date a child. Regardless oh, yeah. of if it's legal, that's just make it. I mean, shoot, cool, I mean, like fuck. I'm, I'm clearly I'm, I'm a predator, and whoever made this law is a predator. That's my boy. I'm 24. Predators. I'm 24, and, and 18 is young. Hell yeah! Who want to do that? Who want to do that? <laughs> oh my goodness! Oh, I said that out <laughs> Yeah, it's all right. He I'm not y'all. He not fully. I'm he only been there. A, let's give it to March. He gonna be a new man. Yeah, he gonna baby come back steps, baby with, steps. We teaching here. He gonna we come teaching. back here with bow ties tied around his neck. No, no shirt, no dress shirt, just the bow tie. <laughs> <laughs> I'm semi semi. Just give me from the neck up, then. <laughs> but nah, nah, nah. Yeah, 18 for me is 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 young because I I question the maturity level. Based off, based off of what I'm looking for. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Now, if I am, because that's what, four years? Five years? No, I can't count. That's six that's years. Six years? Bro. Yeah, Damn. so if I'm, if, I'm, if I'm, you know, 30, I, can, yeah, I can't count. <laughs> if I'm 30, or I'm talking fast, but I didn't say nothing. I ain't say nothing. <laughs> I just couldn't do my math. Um, if I'm 31 or, or, you know, 36, and it's somebody that's, you know, 27, 26, that's you know within mm-hmm. that same range, but mm-hmm. they are mature and they're doing what you know. what I'm saying it's almost like the Gabrielle mm-hmm. Union Dwayne Wade thing. Like they're ten years apart. My parents are almost ten years apart. My yeah. grandparents were seventeen years apart. Yeah, like they're they're ways apart, but yeah, that ain't nothing, right? <laughs> That's a lot. <laughs> That's a lot. That ain't nothing, but depending on where you are in your life and where they are in, in your life, and they've nice. been grown for a long time, then that that age gap don't matter. That age ain't nothing but a number. Which that was crazy because he he wrote that whole album and he's in the background on the album cover of the AJ number number like he's blurred out which which isn't uncommon for producers to do it but the way he was looking at her and they Bruh. they looked like they was at a high I school. never seen that video Bruh. they just looked like he when they said that, but I didn't know he was on that song but now it makes sense he wrote that whole album. He wrote that whole album for her. that's when mm. she was on the way up. But see when I was but, when I was listening to that song at. Like twelve, I was thinking like fourteen. Like I can date a fourteen year old boy. Age ain't nothing but a number. Like I wasn't thinking I'm twelve and I can be with like an eighteen year old boy. So like that back, was. Let's go back to rehabilitation. That was. No, we not rehabilitating no pedophiles. No, 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 no. I, I ain't talking about that. Just uh, think about. <laughs> think, about <laughs> think about this. R. Kelly, R. Kelly's goal. Was to recondition the mind to think AJ number number to normalize him dating or messing with fourteen year olds. Mm-hmm. Use that introspective. Just throwing that you, out there. You 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 know the song "Bump and Grind" because R. Kelly was telling on himself. Yo. you remember you remember the line? Um, I I can't sing, but he was like, "I need ID in order for me to get knee deep." Oh, what? he said that. But yeah, he said that in the song. After watching the. 15 minutes I watched, I started to, um, I was painting, so I started listening to music, and I was in the two, there was a 2000s playlist, and it was going in, right? But because all this is going on with R. Kelly, then they start talking about his music, now I'm hypersensitive to, like, lyrics of shit. <laughs> Every song that a man is on is talking about drugging a woman to fuck with her, fuck her, 
um, getting her drunk to fuck her, making sure she young. Like all you have to listen to these lyrics. I'm like, God damn. Or like, if you ain't fucking, I ain't like you ain't shit which, or you ain't I, i'm gonna fuck you but i ain't gonna wife like everything is so extremely which degrading. goes which goes to why it's been accepted for so long why it's been so common for so long and why rape culture has been present for so long and without without address with without anybody addressing it or correcting it mm-hmm. that's why it's coming now we can acknowledge rape culture as that's rape culture or when shannon say something rape culture you know what I'm saying? Hashtag, because hashtag we were, you know what I'm because saying? Because women were second-class citizens. That's why. It was okay to be, just like it was okay to be a slave owner, and it was okay to be a, a, a white supremacist and KKK openly. It was okay to have police dogs fight, biting black people. It was okay to beat your wife. It was okay to rape your wife. It was okay for your wife to not have a job. White black women didn't get bank accounts until the 70s. It's 2018. These things were, we were second-class citizens. That's why it's been going on for so long. Yeah. Absolutely. We were second class citizens when black people was free. Yeah. So, yeah. I, so, I just, yeah, that's I I just want to say that because at the end of the day, um this is something that's been prevalent, that's been consistent, and it's not su- surviving R. Kelly, it's surviving the truth of the matter. It's surviving this, niggas. This right here is <clears throat> something that's been going on unaddressed. And people have knowledge of it and they're still not mm-hmm. addressing it. And I, I know this ain't got not, nothing really to do with it, but we got to blame, put some of that on the crack era too. Because a lot of these parents got on drugs early and just said, fuck, fuck their kids. There's a, yeah. And there's... they made a lot of bad decisions just based off of money. Like if uh, if I was addicted to drugs, which a lot of people in the 90s were and the 80s, but if I was addicted to drugs, then I, I seen R. Kelly like, yeah, I give you, give me your daughter, you get 10,000, 15,000. And I'm supplying you know, for a while. A what? Well, ain't but, no telling. When, but no, that's, so addiction, addiction plays a part in that too. But you see how things evolve. Like now, we look at somebody selling their child. Like how how crazy is that? But women yeah. will get sold all the time. It's still places where they still get sold. Yeah, women women are whether it's through sex trafficking or it's through um arranged marriages yeah, or ma- arranged marriages, you know like usually. rich people do arranged marriages. They do arranged marriages in other countries. Like the, yes. women have in in, in different cultures are still a second class citizen it's not so it's and, and, and to be a black woman you're nothing yeah yeah ah, damn. so for this to be like, happening in a dominantly black um an a, a dominant a heavily dominated black industry and the the overseers of this are white men they mm-hmm. don't give a fuck what's going on with no little ass black girls they don't care who fucking them they don't they don't what care up? now Whatever to keep the artist happy, baby. Exactly. Yeah. They don't. So, so who are we? And then, and then the black men are falling, are falling right into the trap. The trap. Yeah. It, I own you. You are nothing. The women that create you, how fucking dare they even create you? I damn sure don't give a fuck about them. So if if, if I am if I, if I am in in control of what your children see, right? So yeah. I, I want them to see that you're a piece of shit. Because and, and because you you are degrading these women and I want these women to always know that they're piece shit because I don't give a fuck about them and now and now neither do you. And we're gonna tell you not to rehabilitate yourself. <laughs> you okay? God damn, Noel, you <laughs> put that. I never heard it so bluntly put like that. Like Some God, shit is just simple. No, no three syllable words. It was only two. Yeah, <laughs> or one, two or one, or one. Two is the max. <laughs> Sometimes shit is just simple. You don't gotta be all eloquent with the shit. It That's is what it is. That's a fact. 
I that there you go. There you go. Yeah, I, like I think I like every that. I think everybody's the, is to blame. Um, even putting together that documentary, like it's one of those um, those ignorance thing. Like they're using ignorance as a defense to justify their role in what was being done. Right? Mm-hmm. They every time they said something was well, I asked them, but he told me no, so I I believed it. You're choosing to be ignorant to this thing that's that's blatantly in front of you. Like the teacher, she noticed that he was hanging around the high school. She noticed that he was taking he was hanging out with high schoolers, high mm-hmm. school girls, mm-hmm. and she's calling him out on it. He said no. She continued to see him hang around there, and he she, she told him to stop. They don't have they not giving you nothing. They're just gonna give you trouble. Mm-hmm. She told him that she called him out. He didn't do it. <coughs> We all know that guy who graduated from high school, but for whatever reason, will always be at the school during dismissal. Dog, yes. you graduated. Right. Why are you yes. here? Right. Trying to talk to the young girl. Right. Mm-hmm. I mean, you can. Even the ones on the sex offender list. Y'all I mean, you, you ever seen you? I mean, even during the school day, you seen the 12th graders talking to the seventh graders. Yeah, that's and that's why. And that's one thing why I do not like how they have these schools with these older kids and these younger kids. School need to be separated for a reason. That's one thing. I do not like these K to 12 schools. I don't like these K to 8 schools. No, no. Mm-mm. Yeah, that's, that's another. Mm-mm. I don't I, like that. Until this thing, I never thought about it in that way. But especially now where we don't know what they put in these foods and these girls are mm-hmm. literally developing in fourth grade. Y- Yo, y- like, y'all saw that picture of the 15-year-old girl that looked 21? Yeah, but all the she kids look the- like that. No, but she really looked grown as like I had to really double take you fifteen, bitch. Like I, <laughs> you got mad. That fucked with me. What did huh? I just look at? Really? <laughs> like did I did I just get physically attracted to a fifteen year old? Am I R. Kelly? Oh, fifteen year olds ain't look like that back then. Am I from R. Kelly's camp? Don't you don't got to be R. Kelly. Let's not go there. No, you can be somebody. You can be somebody around R. Kelly. You don't got to be him. Until Age is a um, number to me. until <laughs> AJ, you know how they do. You know, you know how they do the scratch. The scratch. Age a number to me. Age is a number. <laughs> you gotta put it in your own head. Please be, yeah. keep saying that while you meditating in North Dakota. So, so knowing this, knowing that. Okay, so let's talk about this real quick before we wrap the show. Knowing that R. Kelly wrote that whole album, AJ Number Number. Yes. Do you scrap Aaliyah music, or at least that no. one album? Do you no. scrap it? Because I seen some stuff on some social media that said people want to scrap Aaliyah altogether. No, That's I mean I, I feel like she was a victim just like everybody else. I've been scrapped R. Kelly before. Yeah, all of this. I, 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 I've no. been. I, I haven't. I haven't. Um, he he R. Kelly has had. For a long time. Oh, I wrote this down. He I, has had because people are like why are they talk about this now? Why he started getting actor accusations in '96. In '96, yeah, he's been he's been sued and pay, paying people off a year. So the people who say there is no information oh, yeah. out there, just you can look you can before look. any of this. Um, so I I've been stopped listening to R. Kelly, but no, I wouldn't stop listening to Aaliyah because she, regardless of whether her mama, her parents, or her uncle sold her or whatever it was, she was a victim of people using her in R. Kelly sense for um his predatory, um disgusting needs and wants and his mm-hmm. and and by her family members for just for the greed of money she was used in in, in all situations she was fucked by everybody and r kelly was a pioneer in the 90s you if you take away Aaliyah, you got to take away who 
wasn't on a song with R. Kelly back in the day. But Yo, what I will also say, everybody. Who? everybody, he worked with everybody. What I will also so, say is for people to be naive of the fact of how big he was and how much of a sex um, symbol he was. Just like when we was in high school, seventh and eighth grade year, that's when Chris Brown came out. You think if I went and saw Chris Brown backstage and he said, "Can you be my girlfriend?" Oh, I would have said no. I'm a blind mom. I'm out. Fuck, you know what I'm saying? So to, to your think, slapped you. she would have. My mom would have beat my ass, and my mom would have shot up no, in the studio. You I was right up to them. Stairs. I was right. You but, that's a grown man. ass man up there. That's a grown. Absolutely. Ass man. Well, no, before, he was well, he no, he was our age, but he was 16. but just no, thinking no, 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 in the mindset. When we first heard him, when we first. No, heard yeah, he was like, yeah, he was 16, but we was, was young. We was like 13, 12, 2005. I remember. That's that I means we was in fifth grade. Fifth grade. 2006. Fifth grade. It was 2006 because I was still. So that's. I was sitting in 16. So like I said, 12. So yeah. then he was six, 15. Cause I used to hate running because my sister used to play it all the time. Me too. And then, me and then too. once I grew Light skin a little nigga bit, dancing. That's a fact. You was just hating. And then, and then, and then I listened to it, you know. And then I was like, oh, <laughs> this yeah. is not Chris Brown bashing session, yeah. yeah. Once give me, uh, give me that came out. I was like, oh, all right, he he nice because Wayne was on there and stuff. Because Wayne was, was on there anyway. So for for people to say they was being hot and they was this and they was that, y'all getting ready to throw y'all ass at motherfucking uh, who's the guy that's about to be here? Um, Kevin Gates. Y'all about to get ready to throw y'all panties and bras on stage. So don't tell me if he invites you back, you ain't sucking no dick. Well, are they 14? That's not that's not the point that I'm making. The point that I'm making is when you when you <laughs> when you meet somebody like we unfortunately idealize these people that are on yeah, the TV, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. So you see somebody you've been dying to see him, you bought the concert, you getting ready and all that and then you go backstage or somehow you meet them. You gonna be with not necessarily with sex, but if somebody was to say, whatever you know, come Nine times out of ten, and if you young, and men be the same. If way. you're young, you <laughs> definitely hell yeah. If you young, you definitely are. Let's okay. Fuck Chris Brown, B2K, Scream Tour. If I got to, oh, I get to see you, and you saying you want to be my boyfriend as a as a child. That's like all your that's dreams come thing. true. That's another thing that R. Kelly situation happened. They, oh they yeah, said his, Chris they said Chris his, Stokes, and nobody talked Chris, about that. Chris Stokes was 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 getting with them too. Oh yeah. It's just that. Oh, I mean, and they, because, still, and they still with him, though. And awesome. this is and this is not a reflection of. It's not just because a lot of them are related. And, never mind. Never mind. Go ahead, go ahead. This is not just a reflection of the, the music industry. This is a reflection <laughs> of just because we live in America, we just say America as a whole. But these people have the power to hide it. And then they have other people like this. I'm sure this happens in, you know in high government. You know what it is? This, it's, it's, it, the exclusivity of it. It, it doesn't get out so it's easy for us to continue to do it and continue to do it because we we can keep this in house but this happens everywhere it's american culture yeah it's american culture this is something that was honed the skill was honed honed during slavery time and it was practiced and practiced and practiced and embedded in us and every so it was it was it was practiced by the white people and it was honed by the black people <laughs> the white people and, you kill me every time <laughs> and then it's just been practiced constantly persistently throughout time to now it's like i don't know where it started but it gotta stop it started in slavery <coughs> it gotta because stop. all this stuff if before slavery none of this was a part of society but back but back if you if you as they, so but even if you go back hundreds of years people would men were with younger women and it was more accepted by the society like society didn't look at it as anything you know what i'm saying because that's where we were back then and that is just tied into the whole biological blah 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 of you know you got to get the so, spring chicken when she high and ready blah 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 curiosity uh, no this this is raises raises the question so let's say r kelly actually 
Oh, okay. Let's throw R. Kelly out the window. Let's say somebody about 27 actually married him. Throw him down the stairs. Throw him down the stairs. (laughs) Make sure his balls are chopped. He uh, might meet. He might meet a 15-year-old down the stairs. Ain't gonna tell him. He gonna stop mid mid fall. Hey, how you doing? <laughs> hey, baby. Can you catch all me right, when I fall? All right, okay. we shouldn't be talking about that. Yeah, yeah, that's a fact. That's a fact. Um, but all right. So let's say he actually married them, and and he stayed, and they stayed together to like 50, 70 years. You know, they died together. Juxtaposed to him just literally taking advantage of young women, because mm-hmm. I think that's what they were doing more back in the day. Like they would, they would be older. They would just marry because that, that's what they did in Color the Purple. Seely was about 14, 15 when he met yeah. when he when he met her, but they stayed together. Mm-hmm, he mm-hmm. wasn't just, yo, suck my dick, suck my dick, suck my dick. Let's fuck, let's fuck, let's fuck, let's fuck. Let's go to the next high school. Let's go to the next high school. Mm-hmm. He wasn't just raping. It's cotton mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It was it, it wasn't excessive. <laughs> um, with, with the Me Too movement coming out <laughs> and and women talking about their experiences with um rape, rape <clears throat> culture, um, molestation, there were people that came out that said, you know what? Because people, you have to think back then, like you said, rape wasn't defined how it is defined now. There yeah. were women that came out that said, you know what? Now that I think about it, I met my husband. I was sixteen years old, and he, you know, and he was older. He he preyed on me, and we mm-hmm. and we grew and we got married, and I had kids by him. And not because now, with social media in the time in, in the time that we're in, yeah, we people are being exposed to more education, right? Yeah. About mm-hmm. j- just everything. So there are women who have came out with the Me Too, Me Too movement to say, damn, my husband was a predator. Yeah. I got with my predator. Stockholm syndrome. Period. Yeah. Like, that's, that's, that's just, that's, that's just, it go. is what I was it waiting, is. I was waiting for you to put Me that too. That, that's kind of why I asked that question. I was waiting. Yeah, <laughs> oh, you Stockholm set it up. Syndrome. <laughs> so what is Stockholm syndrome real quick as we, uh, real quick. So, we go Oh, y'all want, me, y'all want depth? Uh, yeah, yeah. Okay. Let us know. Oh, wait, where am I looking at? Oh, okay. So Stockholm syndrome is when a hostage or a victim forms an alliance with her abuser, right? So I went deeper into Stockholm syndrome and learned about. Um, oh, did I not write it down? Trauma. Oh, I should have written it down. Mm. Anyway, so it comes to the fact. So fight, flight, flee, right? Mm. Nine times, fight, flight, freeze, right? Nine times, say you're not gonna freeze because you gotta get the fuck up out of there. So when you're in a hostage situation or you're in an abusive situation, your brain is gonna say, "What the fuck can I do?" For us to survive at this point, you're this is this is animal mode. Just I know humans don't like to think that they're animals, but it is what it is. Yeah. You We're, unfortunately you don't you control your thoughts, but you don't control your your animalistic reactions to survival, right? Until you have to do it. So your brain says, "What can I do in this situation to make this favorable so that I can survive, whether that's mentally or physically?" Because the brain, gun, even though we don't take care of our mental, the brain is gonna protect itself. It it, it right. always does. Right. So the brain says. I'm going to do whatever this person needs me to do to make them happy. I am going to be who this person needs me to be for them to not kick my ass Mm -hmm. or not kick my ass enough. Or, you know what I'm saying? So if, if take some, a woman who has been sex trafficked, whoever her, I don't know. I don't think they call them pimps, but whoever the guy is, she is not going to cuss him out every day. She's not going to fight with him every day because he has the power, right? She is going to step on eggshells as much as she possibly can as much and as often as she needs to in order to survive. So if he, if him and her are on good terms, it works. Now, if they continue to be on good terms, good terms, whatever, and that's how, that's, this is also how pimps get their main hoe to go out and get other hoes. We form a relationship. You now care about me because we're humans. Regardless of what situation you're in, we are animals that need to be compassionate. So you're going to have <clears throat> compassion for whoever you around. You're going to have a connection. 
So now you love me. Now you're not going to go against me. I don't got you so fucking brainwashed because you're at this point, your brain is just in survival mode that you're going to do whatever I need you to do. So no, you're not going to tell your mom that you're getting abused or you're not going to go to your sister house and tell your sister, my man beat, beat my ass. Or, um, you know, I, I was with my husband. I didn't want to have sex, but, but we had sex anyway. Or even now I finally get to see my mom in the studio and I haven't seen her for two months, but even though he's been raping me for two months, he also has, has been doing things for me that are nice. He has been making me feel good in some type of way. And if I just continue to do these things, it'll, it'll stay that way. He'll, he'll stay in a, in a happy state or she'll stay in a happy state. So now you form an alliance with that person. Y'all cool. Ain't nobody, can't nobody break up this union. Cause your brain's so stuck in survival mode that it's like, we have to do whatever we have to do to survive. And if you tell your mom, he beating your ass and he find out you're going to die. And that's just it. Yeah, you go. Stockholm syndrome. That shit is scary. And it's common too. I, I or, say if I get abducted, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to try to either kill myself or make them kill me. Cause I do not want, it's in, it's almost inevitable depending on how long the person has you. Yeah. I don't want to hear nothing, nothing about. I don't even want to stock shelves no more. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to hear nothing. No more. I stock. You you told me to stock what? You I got what? Remember? I got what? <laughs> Remember when they found the three women you think in I'm the basement? Stockholm syndrome for uh for your company? No. Remember when they found the girls <laughs> yeah. in the basement? They had been there for eighteen yeah. or twenty years, and the movie came out. They had repeat, repeated. They showed different times where the different women had given up. At what point had they given up to say fuck Damn. it? This is it. Like this is what is this is what it's gonna be. He loves me. This is now my reality. Sometimes it's not even that he loves me. Some of it is, this is just our reality. Learned helplessness. You have been, you have been mm. shackled in this basement for so long. You have lost hope. You are helpless. So the door can be open and you won't run your ass up out of there. That's, you can't, your, the brain is a, is a beautiful and crazy thing at the same time. Yeah. Yeah, that's crazy. Oof. God this damn. is a good one. Yeah, this, this is this, one for the books. Yeah, this is one for the books. Mm-hmm. This is one for mm-hmm. the books. Thank you, North Dakota. Yeah, <laughs> I'm feeling North Dakota. I gotta figure out what's up. I'm going up there. 2019. Hey, I'm gonna this... make it to North Dakota. I don't know what I'm gonna do there. I don't know what's there. I don't hey, know. Nothing. I don't even know honestly where it is on the map. But <laughs> I think I'm gonna go. It's, I think it's somewhere south. <laughs> <laughs> All right, now you're trying to play me. Don't uh, make, listen, don't make me beat you up. Um, coon, coon dab, though. Oh. Oh. You was talking too fast or you stumbled over? Oh, I mean what I say, and I say what I mean. I ain't the weatherman. See, I, I stand in my truth. Yeah, I'm about to say, see, I, I, that's what I appreciate. <laughs> but I ain't the coon. Keep that same mm-hmm. energy. Keep that same Keep energy. That same <laughs> energy. <laughs> stand tall. Don't, don't say face. Yeah. Stand yeah. tall. Okay, be you. Be you. Remember when I told you about the man in Smith's report and he was talking about shit? I said, nah, nigga, say what you call me a black bitch. That's what you want to say. He like, huh? I'd rather you say what you say what you want to say. You want to say, he you probably, you nigger bitch. That room with the weatherman. That's what he want to say. He probably the weatherman cousin. <laughs> like, he just didn't say, say nothing wrong. Mm-hmm. All, all he did was call you a nigger bitch. What is that? <laughs> what is that? <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, all right, y'all. Um, it's almost our time. So, we got to go. It's been fun. Yeah, it's been fun. A lot of information. Recap, he should have been fired, whatever his name is, mm-hmm. the weatherman. He should have been fired, mm-hmm. rightfully so. Now, if y'all want to re- rehabilitate, rehabilitate them people in the control room behind the camera yep. and all them people that didn't, they did Listen. not feel the need to correct him on air or go into the little, we will be back in a moment. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? This is a great conversation. Yeah, go and rehabilitate them. Um, rehabilitate them, okay. You know, I, I You got I, Jamaican? I don't know what I got, but I, I know I ain't seen nothing <laughs> racial. <laughs> 
Um, <laughs> and you know, just understand. Hopefully, this is a learning learning experience for all white people because this is the only way white people are gonna learn because they do not take the effort to um, educate themselves on the things mm-hmm. we have to educate ourselves mm-hmm. on on a daily basis. This is our reality. This is y'all. I don't know. This y'all reality too. At the end of the nah, day. this they fantasy world. They do whatever the fuck they want. There boy. you go. They just make shit this is our reality. This is your fantasy. I like that. Um, oh, that's the name of the show. So, with that being said, <laughs> y'all like that. Our reality, your fantasy. You've been doing good. Yeah. You've been doing. You reading up there? Stop. It's the. It's a clear mind. Not smoking. Not drinking. That's it is something I want y'all to read, but I'm. I'm gonna let y'all read it when I'm done. Okay. So, um, y'all already know. Bring another set of ears for next week's show. This is Please Royal Flex Brands Introspective Insight Talk Show. I am King Davdo. And this is Shannon Shenanigans. And I am your favorite co-host, Noel Moore. Yes, sir. I love you. Thank you for listening. Thank you for listening. Thank you for listening. Uh, uh, introspect. Uh, uh, tip insight. Hope you come back next week. Come back next week.